Hello and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, a show about life adversity, how to overcome it and transform your life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And even though my hope is to deliver information that can be helpful for you to overcome adversity and transform your life, it is not meant to be a substitute from being diagnosed and treated by a licensed mental health, medical, and related professional. Season 1, Episode 22. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the last episode of Season 1. Thank you for everyone that have listened so far. And if this is your first episode, I would definitely encourage you to listen all the other ones because I'm going to be doing a recap so you can get a summary, but definitely go to and listen all the other episodes or maybe just the ones that got your attention as I'm giving some of the recaps here. Okay. But before we go there, I want to extend my gratitude and I'm so thankful for all of you, first of all, that have listened. I am recording this right before the previous episode launches, which is tomorrow. I mean, it's being released. But so far, as of today, today is September 23rd, I had over 3,500 downloads. So I am so happy and grateful beyond my expectations to be here. So thanks for all of you that have listened. Thanks for all of you that have recommended the episodes to family and friends. And thank you for everyone that continues to provide the support. This has been such an interesting journey. I was so (laughs) resistant to start it, but I'm so happy that I did not listen to that inner voice. And I've actually been getting even some people commenting on how my voice sound. And it was one of my worst panic of starting this whole thing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am also very grateful for all my guests because they gave their time and they were so helpful and informative to make this season such a good season. So thanks all of you that said yes to my calling and were available for all my questions and have continued to support me in this journey. And the people that have been listening, you know, you've also been mentioning how it's been so helpful, certain guests. So For all my guests, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. In terms of the first season, I wanted to talk a little bit about what was my intention originally with it and how it unfolded, because, you know, we sometimes have some intentions and then it goes a different route. But I definitely wanted to make first season as an intro to many different subjects that later on I will be delving in and going in deeper as, you know, for a whole season But I wanted to give you this intro, some of the topics that I think are the most important to consider when you're healing your trauma or just in your healing journey to take in consideration all the different factors that we talked in this first season. Okay, so now to the recap. First of all, I did not thought I wanted to do this. I was back and forth, but I think it's important because it's kind of like closure. And when we go through traumatic events, One of the things that a lot of people don't have is one of those things that kind of like is not what you have, is also what you don't have is closure. Many people get separated or have to end things because of trauma and they did not have the experience to have some closure. So I am doing this episodes as a way of also providing that example of the importance and to encourage you to have some closure. And sometimes 
many of us think that closure has to do with talking with somebody else or having that beautiful present that it's completely with the bow and all that. No, sometimes it just can be reflecting on whatever happened and you creating your own closure. But I would definitely recommend having some kind of closure. So in that spirit, let's kind of have a little recap of all the episodes. And the piece that I want to focus was more about some of the things that I think we were able to gain based on the episodes and the guests that we had. First, we started with learning about how trauma impacts the body. And I think this is super important. And the reason I wanted to start that way is because a lot of the times we focus on what most people focus on, which is in the thoughts and the beliefs and how it impacts your daily life. But we mostly forget that it impacts our body. And our body is reacting to a lot of different cues. And many times we feel completely out of control because we have no idea what to do about it. And that's what happens with trauma. We can think positive and all these kind of things, but as soon as our body interprets a cue that it could be a threat or our perceived threat, our body reacts even without our control of our mind. So that's why I wanted to start with that as the baseline and, you know, as part of the basic information that I think everybody should learn. So in that one, I hope you were able to become aware of your body and some different techniques to help you kind of move forward in regards of becoming aware and then knowing what to do. So that way the body can start responding instead of just reacting. We also learn then topics like reparenting ourselves and early childhood because that's where it all started. Many of us, I mean, not many of us, all of us were children at a certain point, right? And we were all taken care of by someone, whether our biological parents, some biological family members, a caregiver, foster care, but somebody took care of us because we couldn't do it, especially during those first years. And that impact of that relationship is so profound, and it can definitely impact in terms of how you respond and react to trauma, to situations in your life, to adversity. And that's why I wanted to bring this episode to show that there's ways that regardless of how your upbringing was, you can start healing that. You can kind of reparent yourself and not have to continue living on those kind of behaviors that perhaps were provided or modeled or given by your caregivers. The other piece that I think is so important about that episode is that idea of becoming more aware about the patterns that we don't want to continue passing on along to our children. And for those of you that don't have children and don't plan to have children, you're still passing that along to other generations because how we behave to other people and other generations is in a way a relationship that can definitely impact them as well. Then I provided five of my favorite go-to skills to manage anxiety response in your body because I think it's so important, especially as you listen to all these episodes, to go and listen to that one. So that way, if you get triggered by any of the content provided here, that you have some resources that can, you can do immediately to bring you back into regulation. I think that's so important. And one of the benefits that I have found myself is to feel empowered that I have the capacity to regulate my body. Yes, ideally, we can co-regulate and through that we can reparent ourselves and all that. But many times we don't have that opportunity and we're by ourselves. And that's also important that we learn to take care of ourselves, especially our body, because when we are in a reacting response, 
if we interpret some trauma, we can do things that we later on regret. And that can kind of perpetuate our behaviors that we don't want to continue, perpetuate relationships that we don't want to continue, toxicity and all those kind of things. So by us taking back the charge of being able to regulate ourselves can give us so much power that now we have a choice and we don't have to necessarily react. We can kind of regulate and then we can respond in a different way to start creating a new future. So I think that one is so important. Then we went into the area of the gut and how important it is to pay attention as we're in the healing journey to our gut and to our bacterial homeostasis and all that, what we put in our bodies, what we eat, because all of that can perpetuate patterns of anxiety or even other mental health symptoms. And a lot of our neurotransmitters are being produced in our gut system. So that one is so important to pay attention to as you keep moving into your healing journey. Then we went into this other topic about generational trauma, and I provided an intro about how I define it and how I've found that it has been so helpful in my journey to discover some generational trauma patterns, because that way I am able to recognize what I don't want to continue and work as much as possible to not pass that along to my child and to future generations. So that one I invite you all to listen is more of like a guided journaling experience to reflect into what was your generational trauma even and also not only because I know I focus there more about the trauma generationally meaning your ancestors your grandparents great-grandparents parents and all that but also to reflect all the different learnings and gems advice and all the different things that you've got because there's a lot of wisdom that is being passed on as well so how to just reflect about our ancestors and how what they went through definitely does have an impact in our lives. Then we went into this great episode about relationships and how our trauma can impact our relationships. And one of the pieces that I remember the most is about the relationship dance. I know she mentioned the tango or the salsa, the merengue, that couples or just in general relationships can have as we're just kind of reenacting our trauma. And then that becomes a pattern. And how our attachment also, we can respond via that. And all those kind of patterns that are happening during relationship can actually perpetuate our way of thinking, our trauma responses, our attachment styles, and all of that. So by becoming aware of that and how you're participating in that, you can learn to stop some of those patterns so that way you can move again towards healing. And you can also figure out some of the patterns that are no longer serving you and you want to change. And a lot of times, many people ask questions like, but if I start changing, what if my partner does not? But it starts with you. There's no need to wait until the other person starts changing. Yes, when you start changing, then you, you know, now you have more opportunities and choices. Is this someone that you want to continue with? And if not, what are some of those reasons? And that's something that it could be an inner reflection, but it gives you that opportunity instead of just being like, if that person doesn't want to do the work, then I'm not going to do it. No, do it for you because you matter and you're so important. Another great episode was about how we cope and we numb our symptoms via drugs or other substances. And I hope that many people that probably did not listen to that one because they're like, I don't use drugs or I don't have that issue. 
just listen to it because a lot of times it could be any other substance. It can expand to like sugar, to coffee, to exercise. Is anything that we use as a way to just numb our symptoms? Because sometimes we go into like, oh, this is a coping scale, right? Exercise is so helpful. And yes, I find that it can be really helpful and all of that. But at the same time, are you doing it always to numb it out? So that way you don't deal with it. And if that is the case, then that's not helpful because the more you avoid it, the bigger it becomes and it's still there. It's just that you just close that door, but that doesn't mean the situation is not across the door. It is still there. So that's why I think it's important to just really become aware of what are you doing in your life, whether it's substances like drugs or any kind of other things or relationships or just exercise or what have you that is numbing the symptoms because that's how you are coping with it and how those behaviors might not be longer serving you and actually might be getting in the way of your healing journey. After that, we went to one of my favorite episodes as well. It was about the nutrition because we initially provided like more of an intro about that when we talk about the gut, trauma and healing. But when we went into the nutritional aspects, there's so many things that contribute and can actually exacerbate our symptoms of anxiety or depression. And there are so many things that can justify feeling low, feeling anxious via some nutritional deficits. So I think this episode is amazing for all of you to listen and just to reflect about how is your nutrition? What are you lacking? What are you um, need? What are you doing good as well? And also know, you know, this is in general, but for you to become aware and have that little light bulb and hopefully pursue some kind of help, whether it's through a nutritionist, whether it's through a doctor or whomever you trust, but to know that what you put in your mouth and what your body absorbs, it's so important in your mental health. Then we went to talk about a little bit of some kind of body work strategy. In this case, we went into a chiropractor about how that in our nervous system can contribute to, again, perpetuate some of our anxiety or some of our symptoms and how working via with someone that specializes in those areas can help us in our healing journey. And lastly, we ended up this season with talking about one of my most treasured subjects, which is spirituality. And I find that trauma impact spirituality and vice versa. And it's so intricate, the relationship that both of them have. And so many people not necessarily want to go there. But it's one of the things because trauma, besides impacting our body, our mind and all that, it also impacts our beliefs and our soul. And that's why I thought this episode was so important to bring it back because there's been so many people that have used their trauma to propel their life into spirituality and into wellness and into moving forward instead of looking at it as the way to hold them back. And if you can get that nugget out of it, yeah, that was the whole intention of that episode. So as you can see, most of the episodes, the intention was to provide awareness of how your life experiences and adversities and traumas can be impacting different areas of your life and vice versa. But I hope what you were able to get besides all that information and becoming aware was hope. This is the staple of everything. I wanted to make this whole podcast because a lot of people that go through very difficult situations in their life, 
they lose hope and they become helpless. And it makes completely sense. I mean, if something horrible happens to your life, everything that you were thinking is going to start like, it's like an earthquake. It's like, wait, who am I? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? But many don't seek support. Many just kind of interpret as this is what I need to go through and start like shutting that light and deeming that hope and some that light is completely gone. And whenever I work with people like that, it breaks my heart because life can be so beautiful and adversity is what makes us, is what distinguishes us, is what helps us move forward. And I know when we're children is something that a lot of times is not being promoted or a lot of our times our caregivers did not let us suffer because it hurts. I mean, now as a mom, if I'm seeing my son hurting by something, I want to fix it. But I think it's so important that we learn that through all those little experiences is what's going to give you that resilience, is what's going to give you that strength to move beyond your difficulties and to create amazing things. A lot of amazing companies come from people that have gone through horrible things. A lot of amazing laws and regulation come as a result of a family member going through something or the person going through something. So I hope you get that. I hope you get that. What I really wanted to say was that for you, healing is possible. For you, healing is possible. I want you to listen to this. I'm going to repeat it several times because I think it's so important. Healing is possible. Healing is attainable. Healing is your right, is your birthright. And yes, it's not a destiny. I don't think so. <laughs> I hope it was that. I think it's a journey. But as you keep moving into that journey, you start seeing things so differently. And maybe you go again through something horrible and then that's going to shift your perspective. But isn't that what life is all about? I mean, it's one of the things that I like to conceptualize to keep myself into hope. Life is about the things that happen, how we respond to them, what we do the relationships that we meet, the people that we help, the people that we love. But it's, yeah, it's part of that. The other thing that I really thought it was still important is to give the message that besides healing is possible and all that, change can happen. Things don't stay the same. Sometimes they get worse, but for the most part, they don't stay the same forever. You know, everything changes. So just to remember that, because whenever I've been in difficult situations, I try to remind myself I'm not going to be here forever. It might take several years, but if I stay here, this will not stay the same. Things will change, seasons will happen, and all of that. And oftentimes, when we go through difficult things, we feel like that's how life will be forever and ever and ever. It's like, I'm doomed, and this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. And again, I'm not saying that things are always going to change for the better. Sometimes they seem like they change for the other side. But if you remain steady and you keep on going, it will change. It would not remain the same. And I think this is so important, especially for people surviving difficult things in their life, because again, they feel like that's how it's going to be. And it's not. So I want to, as I'm ending the recap of the season one, I would love to hear from you. And I've read some of the reviews on iTunes but I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about your opinion about it, your feedback, what helped, what didn't, and all that. Because as I'm creating all these other different seasons that I have in mind, I definitely want to do it in a way that I am serving 
and I'm going with the intention that I had. So I'm really looking forward to hear from some of you. The best way to communicate with me would be to send me an email to info at thebeyondresiliencelive.com and it will be here in the show notes. Again, info at thebeyondresiliencelive.com. The other way to keep in the loop of everything that's going on would be if you go to my website, www.thebeyondresiliencelife.com. Over there, you can sign up for the newsletters and I'll be sending more information about different events, different online courses that I'm planning and I'm creating, but I think this will be a great way to continue. Another super important announcement is that I started, based on the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, I started a membership because perhaps you listen to this important message about the importance of community, the importance of support, the importance of having that, you know, and sharing that experience of co-regulating and all of that. So based on that, I decided to create a membership, a membership that is mostly geared toward people that want to pursue their healing. And it's via, I mean, I'll share the website later. Let me just talk a little bit more about what it is. So I created this membership out of that to be able to provide a space for my listeners to share information with one another, to create some community and for all of you to hopefully exchange numbers and to meet beyond just listening to my podcast because I feel like that is one of the most healing pieces. The other thing is that I wanted to provide an opportunity to interact more with you because a lot of my listeners, I have no idea who they are. I have no idea where they're listening. And I know I can see the stats of where you're listening from, but still, I don't know you. Like, I don't know where you're from, your story or, or any of that. So I wanted to be able to offer some kind of interaction via the virtual monthly Q&As. And that is more like people can send questions and I answer and it's be assumed so you can see my face and we can actually interact and I can provide a follow-up in terms of the questions. The other piece that I've created was group coaching. And that one is more to provide max two groups of eight per group. And that one is more coaching is different than therapy and and it's going to be mostly focusing on helping you in the present with coping skills or in the future, but nothing about going in deep about any of the trauma. This is more present-based, mostly oriented and behavior-based to help you move forward as you need to. And the other one is individual coaching, and the same goes. It's very different than therapy. This one is more to help people, whoever feels called for it, to focus in the present or specific situation with coping skills, with more behaviors to change, you know, exploring the thoughts, but it's present-based or future-based. Nothing about going back into their trauma and exploring that. For that, I would definitely recommend therapy, and that's one of the biggest difference between therapy and coaching. And if I get anyone, I mean, I would screen them to make sure that they're a good candidate for the service. And a lot of times what people do is they combine therapy with coaching because it can be kind of, in a way, two different things. But those are the different offerings that I have via my membership. And to access that, you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash the Beyond Resilience Life. I would also link this here in the show notes. Now, what's the next chapter? In case anybody's wondering, the next chapter will be season two, which I'm going to take a little break right now as we're ending to start interviewing 
and launched this season early in 2020. And this season will be the beginning of it all. So what I mean with that is I want to talk about prenatal, pregnancy, postnatal, and all those kind of things, because I think it's so important. And for any of you that are not parents or not planning to be parents or just done with that parenting in a long time ago, just want to let you know that this will be a great season for you to explore the whole concept of reparenting and generational trauma. Because as you listen to it and then you become aware of maybe some of the patterns of some of the things that your caregivers or your biological parents went through, then it can provide some ideas of, huh, this is this pattern. Now I can understand why I have shame about that. Or why do I behave like this? Why do I isolate? Why do I don't want to interact with people? Why am I always like having difficulties with boundaries? So it can help you become aware because we're going to be talking about all those different things. And then you can also help you with the whole reparenting because part of that season will be about some recommendations to help new parents or help you in the process of parenting. So that's why I would say it's so important, regardless if you don't have children. But that's going to be season two. And I am so excited to start writing the list of my guests. And for that as well, if you know anyone that would be a good guest or you want to recommend it, send it my way. Send it via my email, info at thebeyondresiliencelive.com. Send their information and all that. Right now, I'm focusing on people that are bilingual and can do the episode in Spanish and English because it's easier for me and I think it's really important as well. And I want to give space for bilingual professionals and folks in this community. But if there's someone that speaks either language and you find that it's super, super important, will be a great candidate, then send it my way too. I know I did that in season one with Dr. Lepera, so I am willing to do that if I find that the person is super, super great at that subject. So I'm so looking forward to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you do well during this time. So looking forward to start the second season very soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. If you like this episode, please make sure to review it and comment on it and share it with your friends and family. Until next time. 